Welcome, bienvenue to the Fantasy Tools Podcast. This is the show where fantasy tools discuss fantasy tools. I'm your host, Eric Rents, and I'm joined by my co-host, Michael Peterson. Our mission is to discuss fantasy baseball and the tools that we are developing that help us manage our teams. Cue that intro music. gave you an article here that i feel like didn't we already tell everybody this <laughs> that uh stolen bases were clearly up and it was uh more so in the last couple of years so the the title of the article is that we got three thousand stolen bases recorded for the first time since 2012 and and it, it, they've already gotten we've already gotten three thousand, so we've still got three more weeks that's right so i think i think they projected they're projecting it would be like 3400 which is going to put it number which could put it easily number two could possibly be number two yeah we could be in the we're gonna probably be in the top five yeah which is pretty pretty stunning i mean that that is a little that is a little surprising this is exactly what mlb wanted though right all almost like a rule change would precipitate change (laughs) i i mean i really would love to isolate what what caused this you know is it the is it the larger bags is it the pickoffs is it the shift like is it just the confluence of all of them? I mean, what? It's the confluence of all of them. Okay. Is Bob Manfred happy <laughs> about this? Yeah, of course, because yeah. the whole point is that you want to change baseball to be more dynamic the whole time rather than um, lift up your cell phone because you know that yeah. the person's either going to strike out or hit a home run. And yeah. so you wait until they're about to swing. Yeah. And if you have to watch in between then then they're already getting a return let's do a tgfbi check-in here we're reaching the convergence point i'm at 193 yeah. up from 214 you're at 188 up from 198 i think what if we could converge below 200 that's fine yeah let's get to 150 in the waiting days here we both had some we both had some key um personnel changes <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean it, it became I think in general, in TGFBI, of course, I'm always guilty of holding on to a guy for too long. Sandy Alcantara, yep. the minute he hit the IL, should have been out of there. Oh, it's like, it's like finally, get out of here. I know. But I, I yeah. waited to drop him until now, and it was like, well, what was I doing here? And the same the same is true. Anyone Definitely. who's on the IL yep. now, they're probably not coming back, right? Or they're coming back for a start. And do you really want to manage that? I don't think so. Oh, especially starting pitchers. Yeah, starting pitchers. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about, I mean, hitters might, but. Hitters, maybe, yeah. Hey, you know how Sorry, I complained. Probably not going to pitch again. You know how I complained last week that I missed Jason Dominguez. Good, good job missing him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't flush two hundred dollars down the toilet. <laughs> is what, didn't miss him for long. Is yeah. what, I mean, it is. Uh, that, that was very. That's very glib. But torn UCL. That's a bummer. I mean, that's too bad. Do you want to do TV roundups? I think we have to. And I'll be brief here. I again think I actually thought that both episode fours. Ashoka and Wheel of Time, better. We're the better ones. Sure. I, I can't tell. I can't tell with Wheel of Time. Let's start there briefly. I can't tell with Wheel of Time if I've just been worn down and I'm like, it took me four episodes, but I'm back into it now and I like, I get things again. I remember that Lowell is an O'Gear. They told us. <laughs> I I, thank God they told the us. Minute, I was really bothering me. 
<laughs> like, yes, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> I knew it was something dumb. <laughs> I was getting, like, Falm, it's like, oh, wow, we're really yeah. headed there that early. No, I guess that's sort of, that's not right, but that's sort of right. You know, It's right-ish. It's right-ish. <laughs> All of this is, I mean, the, uh, the thing that I really keep on getting frustrated at is these were tomes, right? Yeah. And even once you you find, replace, string, Nynaeve flattened her skirt, and Nynaeve tugged her braid, and remove that, you still have, like, thousands of pages to get through here. Yes. Of text. Yes. They keep on diving into things that didn't happen on the page. Yes. And now I have I have some friends who get really extremely frustrated on that. And it's <laughs> like, well... You know, like something did happen, you know, must have happened to character X to get them from point K to point Y. Yeah. You know that that like that had to have happened. So sure, you can put that in the show. But we have so much stuff that they're just not covering. Yeah. And then they're and then to like facilitate that those stories that were off page, they change what was on page. and. I'm just like I'm sort of out on that to the point where it's like this is a completely different story. I mean, Game of Thrones went further and further away from the source text. Yeah, but Game of uh, but this is like if we were even at Game of Thrones level, we'd be far closer to the text. Yeah, I think it's it's really interesting. So I mean, this is a key compare and contrast between the two shows, which is that Wheel of Time. I, I've actually reversed course, and I think now they're they are sort of catering to people that didn't read the books, right? Because it's it's probably more enjoyable now if you didn't read the books, but you're willing to watch and willing to consume, like, the extra material that Amazon fed you, right? Because if you yeah. go to the Amazon Prime page, there's all these, like, there's all these, like, tie-ins, like, here's the map and here's who each character is. And that's probably a better experience if you haven't read the book. Conversely, Ahsoka, where we don't know any of the source material... We're clearly being cued for things that are happening outside of the show, and you and I have no idea. Hera's kid. It's again, so tough. Hera's kid. <laughs> like, why is he in the ship? I don't Apparently care. He's important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. I don't know. I'm. I'm majorly, majorly reserving judgment. I have come around. Rosario Darson, not wearing anything on her head. Oh, okay. That is yeah, CGI. I did. No. I. I yeah, like. Yeah. I watched. I th- I watched with a little bit of an eye in this episode. Like no chance. I re- rewatched Clerks too, and it wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, that's well, weird. I yeah. I I'm continuing. It feels weird. I'm continuing to reserve judgment on Ahsoka. Um, How many episodes are there? Is it ten episodes? Because we got to judge soon. Know. We're four in. <laughs> I think this is another problem with the Wheel of Time stuff. Because like I. I have not reserved judgment. I'm happy to judge Wheel of Time. And it is yeah. wrong. And it is just barely the characters that I'm familiar with. Uh-huh. And I'm sort of interested. It's fun. I, I don't know. It's like I'm, I'm at the point where I can say, like, this isn't the thing. Especially this last episode. It was like, I don't have to go. I don't have to go and reread the books. No. no to no. get upset. Exactly. All right. You want to you talk about starting pictures? I think we have to. And... I mean, starting pitchers, it's a mess right now at this point in the season. So that feels like a good time to just do a retrospective. We were not as prepared as we wanted to be before this podcast. But the thing, one thing that we've talked about several times is every season starts 
and you look at the previous season's top pitchers, mm-hmm. and my metric is the like the half metric. Mm-hmm. Five of the guys from the top ten last year are going to be top ten again. The other five guys, like some of them, are going to be out for the season. Some of them are just going to be terrible. Thank you, Sandy Alcantara. Hmm. And then some of them are going to be like just outside the top twenty. So, or, you know, not really ownable. So I I decide let's. Let's look at pitchers here from the past five years. I guess it's a yeah, the past five full seasons. And let's go through some names and see what happened the next year and then and then talk about how we can use this, how we can maybe get a model together for this. I would love to. I mean, even if it is, maybe if we put together like a an agent based model of like if I were to pick who's the most robust because we part of this problem statement is that Sandy Alcantara, we said is going to be really good this year and has not been. And how do we avoid um, making such a brazen mistake? Yeah, I think... So are we starting with the positives or the negatives here? Positives. Okay. Garrett Cole appears on all these lists. Somehow. Some way. He's on each and every one of them. Yep. So what you put together here is the top 20 guys from the 2018 season to the 2023 season. So we got six seasons. We're looking at a list of the top 20 you can trace across these where certain guys are. This is a great way to test your 50% theory. Uh, is Garrett Cole the only guy that appears on all six lists? He has to be. I don't know. I, I mean, this is I, I've just put this together, so it's it's a little bit hard for me to go through very fast. Who else could? No, there's. I mean, look at 2018. There's. <laughs> it, first of all, it would have to be in the top 10 because I'm looking here. Mike Fultonevich is number four. Is number 13 on this or 14 on this list? Like, come on. 15 okay at in, least at least in, he's 15 in, in but like 2018 mike fulton yeah that's that's kind of crazy zach grinky how the mighty have fallen <laughs> well he aged out he, he carlos did. carrasco carlos carrasco kyle freeland i mean some really amazing stuff here in the 2018 list miles miklos <laughs> uh, jameson tyone was was a top 20 pitcher yeah i mean it's interesting because some of these guys have some of these guys have dipped in and out right like aaron nola appears on last year's list <laughs> uh jake degrom managed to make it Corey kluber but i mean met Mets fans will tell you this and i hadn't quite realized it max scherzer <laughs> max scherzer good great three of the six years <laughs> yeah I, I, the same thing's true for justin really verlander that. right justin verlander great three of the six years appears in the top 20 garrett cole yeah. so garrett cole is unambiguously the best pitcher of the past decade oh well last six years yeah Here's your Zach Gallon. Zach Gallon. Oh, let's see you Darvish. What if what if was you Darvish? Zach Gallon was Not top ten year. last year. Zach Gallon? Where's Zach Gallon over here? <laughs> Not there. <laughs> Not there. Uh, yeah. You're by I mean, Bryn Woodruff. I think I'm looking at this and I'm thinking actually now that your fifty percent rule is ambitious. Okay, so yeah, let's go through why don't we just go through the top, top yeah, let's ten do pitchers it. here. So Shoei Atani. Yep. Number one this year, number three last year. Great. Yep. Garrett Cole, number two this year. He uh, Garrett Cole had a falling off last year, number 11. Spencer Strider did not appear in the top 20. He was a, I think he didn't have a full season mm-hmm. starting pitcher. So it's Zach Allen, number four this year. He was number 10 last year. Justin Steele. Isn't I'm not ex- even going to look. <laughs> yeah. He was not. No, no, uh, obviously not. Pitcher. Luis Castillo. Where was was Luis Castillo in any other year? Man, for uh, he has had a lot of hype. Hmm. 
2019 was the last time. I don't know why you, the, the hype. He's a good pitcher. He doesn't. He's not consistent. But he was also on the, a really crappy red situation. So Blake Snell appears twice. It's funny. Kevin Gosman. I guess that's the other thing is to to remember that these like Kevin Gosman had a year off was yeah. not in the top twenty. Yeah. In twenty twenty two. Sorry, I'm going. So we went. Uh, Luis Castillo. He hadn't been in the top. Um, he hadn't been in the top twenty since uh, twenty nineteen. Blake Snell hadn't been in the top twenty since twenty eighteen. Kevin Gosman was in the top twenty in twenty twenty one. Rounding out Zach the top Eflin. 10. Yeah, the Zach Eflin is so funny. I, I know. I remember us talking about him in twenty sixteen. As he was like a rookie, second year, and he just never has quite made it. Um, Zach Wheeler. Zach Wheeler is here. Which year did he? Zach Wheeler's number three in 2021 so it's funny because now we're now it, it looks a lot more like we had a like a comparison between 2021 and this year than 2022 but that but right but let's actually tackle your number so that means that three of the guys that were in the top 10 last year are in the top 10 this year counting Shohei Otani counting Shohei Otani really yes no not even yeah. two because Garrett Cole's out at 11 yep so two of the top 10 so this five is is overly ambitious and then of the rest of the guys in the 2022 list, a bunch of those guys don't even make the list this year. Like, where's Corbin Burns? Where's Dylan Cease? Well, Corbin Corbin Burns is number 15. Okay, where's Dylan Cease is not on this. Dylan Cease is off. You Darvish is off. Carlos Rodon is off. Alec Manoa is off. Right, we skipped that. Alec Manoa beginning. is off. Yeah, Alec Manoa. Sandy Alcantara is off. So that was, that was that's six guys that are not even in the top 20 anymore okay so i yeah so so if we so if we apply that lens to the 2023 list we really have to pick six of these guys that aren't going to be top 20 pitchers next year maybe not as hard to pick six maybe not as hard to do sure let's do it maybe not as hard to do looking at this list right it's kind of like easy to start at the bottom no zach wheeler no zach eflin probably no blake snell wait wait i you know zach wheeler I say yes on Zach Eflin. Uh, I don't agree on Zach, Zach Wheeler. Let's, we'll get get back to it. Okay, him. let's do the short. Zach ones. Eflin, not coming back. Blake Snell. Not coming back. Not coming back. Justin Steele. Luis Castillo. I, there's a chance. So let's leave him for a second. Justin Steele, not coming back. Yeah. Zach Allen. Can he do this two, three years in a row? I think Gallen is more likely than Gossman of the G's. Okay. Spencer Strider. We already said it. he's probably not coming back. And in the top 10. Garrett Cole, well, I would say, well, we just say Garrett Cole is going to come back. I bet Shohei Otani won't. And Shohei Otani. <laughs> won't be in the top 10? Is he going to pitch next year? No, but he's going to hit. So, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is pitching. So, Shohei Otani is so. not. But, but you've, I mean, you've also advocated corollaries in the past where, like, one of these guys will be injured, right? And so, Shohei Otani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shohei yeah, Otani yeah, is yeah, kind yeah. of that guy, right? Right. Shohei Otani is gonna—he's gonna be injured out for the season for starting pitching. So I guess that's right. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, but but it's hard now because that that was four guys, maybe four to five that we're sure of. So it's like they're gonna be gone. Yeah. So it's like okay, I now we yeah, have to pick Zach two more. Wheeler, <laughs> Kevin Gosman, Zach Wheeler, Kevin Gosman, Luis Castillo, and Garrett Cole. I would guess who's the most likely to return. I'm not gonna bet any of them. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bet against yeah. Garrett Cole here. Um, but no. of the others, 
I believe statistically two of those guys will make it in the top 10 next year. But if you ask me to tell you which ones, <laughs> that's really hard. What if we looked at the what if we looked at the 2022 list and which of the who's bouncing back? Yeah, who is going to have the bounce back year? Uh, honestly, I mean Shane McClanahan ha- Shane McClanahan has to be the obvious choice, I think, cuz I look at the rest of this and I'm like, jeez. <laughs> like I mean Alcantara can't be as bad as he is this year, right? He's not actually no. this is, bad. Is his injury something that's going to have surgery though? I don't think so because there was even a question. It's just an inflated whether... ERA. <laughs> a strained ERA or inflated whip or something like but, that. But I mean, you know, I mean started... D- Dylan Cease would be the one that I would maybe. But bad team. Sure. I mean, you start yeah. at the bottom and look at the start at the bottom, look at the easy ones, right? Nestor, Nestor Cortez, Cortez is no. not. Tristan McKenzie. Tristan no. McKenzie. No. Tony Gonsolin. Shane Bieber. Aged out, I think. This is not we will have another top ten Shane Bieber season. I agree with that, but I don't think it looks like the Shane Bieber seasons of old. Does he does he ever throw more strikeouts than Spencer Strider? No. Yeah, exactly. No. No. Yeah, but but, um, but a few years ago, he Shane Bieber was the man for strikeouts, right? <laughs> I think that that's that's a different conversation. So was Garrett Cole yeah, at exactly. one point. All right, Ky- Kyle Wright. No. Framber Valdez. I'm gonna make you take. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you pick th- four guys. Three. Well, let's go to the three guys again. One, well, I'm, I'm that, gonna put um, I'm gonna put Framber Valdez on. Don't overlap with. I'm gonna put Valdez on the long list for right now. All right, Max Fried. No. Shane McClanahan, you yes. have on the long list. Yeah. Aaron Nola. I'm gonna put Nola on the long list. I think he's got, he's got another good season in there. You already have Cole. You already have Gallon. Rodon. No. Darvish. No. Cease. Okay, Cease does have to go on the long list. Burns. Is that even fair? I mean, I think Burns. I think Burns. Yeah, of course it's fair. You can say it. Burns is definitely top twenty next year. I'm saying top 10. I know. I think Burns is top 20. But I, you have to pick three guys for the top 10. So okay. you're, you're going to say, okay. So Corbin Burns, Julio Urias. Come on. <laughs> I, I If Julio Urias no. plays another baseball game, I will be shocked. Alec Manoa? I think so. I think he goes on the long list because he's a guy that follows this like this on-off pattern. Alcantara? Long list. Okay. So Shohei, we already said we're skipping. And then Verlander? All right, so if you had, who are your top three guys from this list then? So Alcantara, Manoa, Nola, McClanahan. So McClanahan. No, Bur- you can have Burns. Oh, Burns, right. I skipped over Burns. Uh, but top 10. Uh, okay, no, I, I am going to do it. So I'm going to do Alcantara, Burns, McClanahan. Yeah, I'm going to have Burns. You really, you have, did you say Manoa? No. Alcantara, McClanahan, Burns. Okay, Burns, Cease, and McClanahan. So. I, I'll take Burns and Cease are going to be our... No, because now, it, now it's, it's literally just Cease versus Alcantara. Oh, okay. Cease versus Alcantara. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Who ends up, up higher? Wow. We're putting in really long ones. Yeah, but I think... But we... These are going to be decided by the All-Star break, probably. <laughs> right? Because if we... Because you knew Sandy Alcantara was not going to be a top 10 pitcher by the All-Star break this year. <laughs> yeah, but if they're head-to-head, if they're head-to-head, they could both suck. Well, yeah, okay, all right. You make you make a good point. But I think, but the thing is, is, like to be a top 10 pitcher, you actually can't have a bad half season. Yeah, that's right? true. So you, you can't. Well, we're going to know two things. Number one, we're going to know, is this pitcher going to be a top 10 or not? Yeah. And then number two, we're going to know, is it if that we or it's going to take a while to know like which one's going to be better than the other one. Could take a while to know. Yeah, it's, it's, it is really interesting. I mean, I think that is a, an appropriate place to end, which is like, 
I can't tell you at the All-Star break who's going to be in the top 10, but I can tell you who's not going to be in the top 10 <laughs> at the All-Star break. I can yeah. I can guarantee you of those things. I think that brings us to the review session. Spencer Torkelson. I just like the name Spencer. It it is a good name. It's, it's I, a I decent name. I mean, I've never looks weird on a jersey. I've never met a Torkel, but obviously, apparently Torkel had a son. Apparently, Torkel had a son. And his name is Spencer. All right, Spencer Spencer Torkelson, a heralded prospect who <laughs> did not pan out in 2022. So in 2023, though, so far. 141 games. I mean, he's been playing a lot here. 602 plate appearances already. 79 runs, 78 RBIs, 27 home, three stolen bases, 234 average. Um, I Oof. like I like three of those five scoring category. Numbers. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, look, this is this is late to be talking about um, in in a draft, right? To be talking about a guy who's going to get 80 north of 80 rbis and runs right yeah if you're able to grab him here i mean it was unclear he's 24 years old 6 one 220 yeah, but, um but this this is actually when he was drafted right i mean yeah i know i know so but that was because you didn't you weren't entirely certain if he was going to play this year at the big leagues but <laughs> i think we, we were pretty con- who else is going to play for detroit right <laughs> well i think also i mean the reason that you were concerned about it is because his last year was not good, right? Detroit played him in 110 games, uh, and he hit two of three. Well, we're not. He, he's not there for his average. Yeah, but but there's there's a world of difference between two of three and two thirty four. You're right. That is true. Torkelson. But there's a bigger difference between eight home runs and 27 home runs. <laughs> yeah. I mean the the things that actually matter, right? I mean he's also he's also way up here. He's got a lot of. We we don't talk about things like how many doubles guys get frequently, but he he's in the top twenty in the league for doubles. Doubles turn into home runs. They do, they do. And he's he looks pretty big looking at some of these videos. He's not a small guy. I think he has some room for improvement, especially if he's not on this. If Detroit were better, it, I mean it's, as well. It's rare for a round one pick one guy to not pan into something fantasy. Mickey Moniak would like a word with you. Mickey Moniak has some weak fantasy utility <laughs> yeah i mean he's, well, got, this... he's got a lot of red here in terms of his percentile rankings mm-hmm. he's doing he's he's doing decent things but man are we ever going to review a positive fielder <laughs> or are we just no is this just not in not of, first base man yeah, just the no. curse of first base <laughs> it's like i guess they got to give a gold glove away to somebody <laughs> they do they really do Okay, well, Spencer Torkelson. I mean, I think that was also a concern, a small concern with Spencer Torkelson was just his like atrocious fielding and whether that would keep him on, whether he could keep stay him off on yeah. the field at that point. Well, that was like Joey Votto when yeah. he was a prospect. They're like, I don't really know if he's going to be able to um, stay on the field because he's such a bad fielder. And then he's turned into a just serviceable first baseman. Yeah, and- if you're able to hit, you're going to stay on the field, and especially in this day with a universal DH. You're going to stay on the field. Yeah, but he's not. I mean, he's able to hit in certain ways and not. I mean, he's not, Yeah. I would love to see his average get higher. Would Would he be better on another team? No, because he he's, I think that he's benefited this year by playing. Okay. And not every team would he be able to play. Like, imagine him getting yanked around on that Cincinnati Reds team. Yeah. But, or, uh, yeah, being on the Red Sox or getting, getting yanked around on your team. But I guess my point is, is like, 
could he have north of 100 RBIs but only 50 runs if he was playing on a team where guys got on base in front of him? Yeah, I think that you could be. And then his batting order spot would be a little bit worse. Although he's they're using him in weird ways this year. It hasn't been... I, I had had him. I thought that he was going to bat like number... I thought that he was... Would we have him preseason if you could pull that up? Because I thought I that he was going to bat lower. Badu leading off sometimes. So we had Green... Kerry Baez. Carpenter, the pitcher? <laughs> we said Green, Baez, Meadows, Torkelson, which was not actually that bad in terms of how they used him at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And then they moved him up. They moved him up to three. Which I guess explains why he has such a balanced run and RBI, runs and RBIs numbers. I mean, that that balance screens as like a number three. It does. It does scream a number three. Whereas I think if he was on a better team, he'd be a number five. Yeah. Max out at number five. Yeah. I mean, it- so I think it's good in him being in Detroit. I think Detroit's progress this year is good. I think that maybe... I think next year they could continue to be a not very good team, but like more competitive than they've been in the last few years. So Spencer Torkelson will continue to be a a good pickup, undervalued. Uh, yeah, I just don't know if they're going to be. Y- yeah, okay, undervalued. Sure. What do you want to put a line on? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. I mean, he ha- he gets drafted way higher next year, right? Do you have his draft number in front of you? Not as of yet, but I can get that. You want to know his BABIP number, though? Yes, please. Wow, 269. His, his BABIP this year is 269. That's I would say that means that he is a 234 hitter. His sounds about <laughs> sounds like that is what he should be. Uh, 234 is like a, a torturous number for fantasy. But he's young enough that he can get better, right? Does like, he... I could see him improving but, in... Um, yeah. In his triple A season last, wow, never mind. In his triple A seasons season last year, he was two twenty nine, and the year before that was two thirty eight. So, <laughs> so he's not. He might be a two thirty hit for a while. Okay, so so the question to me, I guess, is how many home runs does he get? He's on twenty seven. Do we expect him to? Do we expect him to continue to grow, or do we think that like a thirty is probably his plateau? Oh, I think he'll get a he'll have a forty home run season at some point. I don't know if it's next year. Boy, I'd love it. would love to actually own him for a forty home run season. That would actually be that would make him. I mean, he's he would be in. He's an amazing corner infielder pickup for TGFBI. Yeah, some someone's happy. He's not. He's not. I really don't think you. I think you probably still don't want him as your regular first baseman in a head to head. No, like in our home. No, league, if he's, he's utility player. It'd be fine. Yeah, two eighty nine was his ADP this year. Two eighty nine. Experts had him two eighty nine. Experts had him at two sixty three. Okay. So experts were higher on him than the public was. So where do you think he'll be? That's a good question. I mean, I, th- I think he gets drafted in the top two hundred next year, right? Who was number two hundred? David Robertson. <laughs> it's kind of a funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so in the 200 range, you're talking about Vaughn Grissom, Anthony Volpe, Patrick Sandoval, David Robertson, Jose LeClerc, John Gray, Kybert Ruiz. Wow! Might as well have had Torkelson. <laughs> yeah, so I so it seems like... Okay, so I'm actually revising. I think he might actually get drafted a tiny bit higher than that because if you think about what his what his expected value going into next year would be versus the expected value of those guys, it's got to be touch higher yeah i see it it's right here 
here's here's the list of players: Joy Manisas, Nico Horner, Reed Detmers, Cody Bellinger, Alex Verdugo, Lars Newtbar, Javier Baez, Riley Green, Brandon Drury. Right in that yeah, range is, right is where you think. Okay, so Alex Verdugo is one eighty three. Okay, eighty three. Yeah. So there you go. I think that was amazing. I like I like scanning through that list and being like, he slots in right there. <laughs> it is. It is. Like, I, I went through a couple of players like, oh, Miles Mikolos. Okay. <laughs> Probably a little bit higher. Uh, Luisa Rice, Ryan McMahon. Yeah, Luisa Rice is going to get 400. <laughs> JD Martinez, Kyle Riley. It's like, ooh, we're getting warmer here, aren't we? <laughs> uh, yeah. Funny that Riley Green, his teammate, was drafted so much higher than him. Yeah. Why? Uh, yeah. I mean, right there. He's so he's the highest. He's going to be the highest drafted Tiger neck. I I can't do that on the fly. I mean, Akil, my man. It's like Akil Badu, Zach McKinstry are the only guys hitting ahead of him. That Riley Green. Would be there isn't a pitcher, right? There's no pitcher that that is of interest. I mean, maybe Eduardo Rodriguez. I guess. Yeah, maybe whoever closes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a fun one. All right, so let's let's put an over under on his home runs next year. Is next year his his jump? Thirty six. I think under. I think under thirty. You going over on thirty six? Would you would you take under thirty five? Yeah, I would take under thirty five. Thirty four? Yes. Thirty three? No, I think thirty three is okay. the number. I'll I take the over on thirty three and a half. Okay. Who are we doing next week? Well, we're gonna str- we're gonna struggle through Jared Walsh. Time for the housekeeping. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter. Fantasy Tools, mind the Z. Thank you, Mild Manor, for letting us use your tunes. Be sure to follow them on SoundCloud and Facebook. Feel free to email us with questions or comments. Send us messages at fantasy.tools at gmail.com. Again, mind the Z. All I've got left is worst luck to you, buddy. Worst luck to you, too. Yeah!